0: This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here in studio. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Christina Stoyanova and Graham Williams. We've got lots to talk about on today's program. We'll be finding out more about uh, Roku, the, uh, the streaming uh, box uh, makers. They also make smart TVs. They've got a new channel they've uh, come out with that will change everything. We'll also be talking about our Hot 5 app countdown. Is it uh, casino apps this week, Christina? That's right. If you're into gambling, you got to listen to this. And uh, of course, we'll be telling you about all the hot new streaming shows and movies on Netflix, Amazon, and Crave TV. Starting off with some uh, app news uh, for all those Snapchat users out there. Snapchat has canned its in-mobile payment service, Snapcash. So number one, I never knew they actually had an (laughs) in-app payment service called Snapcash to begin with. Apparently, they uh, partnered with Square on this. But uh, they're getting rid of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you take a look at the uh, mobile payment market, Venmo has really been the one that's kind of taken the, the lead for a lot that's of people. just in the U.S., though, right? Just in the U.S., yeah. Um, I mean, we're also we're waiting for things like uh, Apple Pay Cash to come up here. Um, if you actually set your region to uh, the U.S. right now, it'll pop up in your phone. But unfortunately, unless you have uh, an American uh, Apple Pay card attached to it, you won't be able to use it. A lot of uh, my U.S. friends use Venmo. Explain that. Uh, it's, a, it's a mobile payment service, so you can use it to pay for things using uh, the app itself. You can split payments with your Venmo account. Uh, you can uh, transfer money to people. It's, it's a pretty straightforward mobile payment thing. I guess, Christina, you're pretty upset now about Snapcash being gone.
2: I am going to miss it so much. I did not even know it existed, <laughs> and I don't think I've ever Snapchatted a single thing. You're so. over
0: 25, so <laughs> you probably don't know.
2: Um, What are you talking about? I'm completely under 25.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Yes. I I made a mistake there.
2: Yeah. Your math sucks. <laughs> it does.
0: Um, but uh, do your fish identifying skills suck as well? Should I eat this fish? A new app aims to educate Albertans on the type of fish they're eating.
1: This is kind of handy. I mean, if you're going out fishing and you catch something, uh, you Probably, maybe In a landlocked province. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe you want to eat that fish. I mean, there there are rivers and tributaries and lakes and all that sort of so, sort of good stuff. So if you pull something out of there and if it's got three blinking eyes, probably not. But well, uh, so I apologize. This is mutant
2: ma- fish aside. There are obviously some concerns about mercu- mercury. Mercury. L- Levels. Oh my goodness, I can't speak today. And other things uh, that make it into the water supply that fish are consuming and is making it into their tissues. So this app aims to keep people safe that way.
0: Okay, so I made a mistake. I thought this was kind of crazy because they're not near any oceans, but this is actually made for their lakes. Mm-hmm. So they've got uh, six fish species. Uh, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this right. Burbot, gold eye, lake trout, northern pike, sauger and walleye. And again, for all you fishermen out there, if I've said some of those wrong, I apologize. But um, it actually helps uh, you make sure that uh,
1: you also catch
0: ones that are the proper weight as well.
1: Yeah, which I mean, like, I, I think a lot of people out there who are uh, into fishing are concerned about the environment. You know, it's it's a sport, but it's also something that, uh, you know, they, they care deeply about the, the place where they're engaging in this activity. So making sure that you're doing things the right way, not a bad way to do it. And having an app to do that, uh, it's pretty smart. I like it. It's been downloaded over 3,500 times. Excellent. Well lot, done, Albertans. A lot of Albertan fish, fishermen
0: out there.
2: What uh, else is there to do out there?
0: Hey, now. I'm kidding. <laughs> of course. Her name is Christina Stoyanova. (laughs) You can get her at Christina at the app show. I like to think
2: that Albertans have really good senses of humor and they will be okay with that.
1: Well recovered. Nice to know. They are vengeful people. (laughs) You're you're not helping Mike. When you spite them.
0: Uh, What else do we have here in the app news? Uh, Uh, Oh, some Samsung users can't edit app permissions or app permission alerts for Facebook apps. Explain what this means, Graham?
1: Yeah, so in Android Oreo, there are uh, there's an, uh, an app called App Permissions Monitor, and this is kind of handy. Um, there's something very similar built into the core of the iOS operating system, and it lets you know when uh, you know an app is trying to access your microphone, your camera, uh, your GPS data. So it's basically good for kind of watching over different apps as they start to do sneaky things. Um, Unfortunately, with the Samsung Galaxy series right now, some users are finding that it is not showing up when you uh, try to use uh, Facebook-related apps. So uh, Facebook itself, Messenger, WhatsApp, this, this is in your app permissions monitor. So you can't actually see when these apps are starting to use these services. And we've already had some issues in the past where people are concerned that Facebook is using the microphone to listen to, say, for example, conversations or uh, commercials to see how long you're paying attention to things. Uh, so this is, this is, this is, I think a cause for concern for a lot of people. Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I think it's my, my weekly moment of shame for Facebook. Facebook, what are you doing again? Again, <laughs> uh, I'm starting to sound a bit like a broken record on this, but this is, this is a cause for concern. So I think, uh, really it is up to, uh, to Google and, uh, and Samsung to look into this and maybe check into why Facebook's, uh, apps are not showing up with this particular utility. Uh, a big story uh, that's happened
0: over the past week, the European Union has slapped that huge uh, fine on Google for their Android mobile operating system, saying that it's uh, not playing fairly in the uh, marketplace. Five billion dollars, right? Yeah. So pocket change to Google. Five billion dollars. Well, <laughs> when I heard that at first, I thought, oh, my God, that is like so much money. That's a lot of billions. That That is a lot of billions. And so, you know, the whole story behind that is that uh, European Union is saying it's not a level uh, competitive playing field because... Uh, Basically, Google is bundling all its apps uh, in there, like Search and and what have you, and and the Chrome web browser, and they say forcing manufacturers uh, to basically take
1: those apps if they want to have access to the Google Play App Store. Mm -hmm. And this is something, I mean, we talked about this earlier, about how Microsoft did this with Internet Explorer back in the day, and got hit by the EU with a fine, uh, and it did actually end up unbundling uh, Internet Explorer from the operating system, eventually, Uh, so... This is something that has been effective in the past, and quite frankly, Google, you know, you make a great operating system with Android, uh, giving customers choice, which is what, you know, Android purports to be all about, uh, seems like the right thing to do. So we talked about the
0: $5 billion, which I thought, like, oh, my God, that is, like, one of the biggest fines I've heard of. And so if you look at their earnings, they just uh, released their uh, three-month, or quarter earnings up to the end of June here, $32 billion in revenue. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So it's not an insignificant sum, but it's no. still, it doesn't hurt as much as it could. I mean, if I were the EU, I'd be looking at this and perhaps issuing an ongoing fine uh, for as long as this continues to persist. Do you think it's fair, though? Like, what about Apple? Apple bundles all their stuff. Apple doesn't force third-party manufacturers to include their software on oh, their handsets. they don't have third-party manufacturers. Correct. It's basically, I mean, if we take a look at things like the, uh, the Microsoft Xbox or uh, the Sony PlayStation or the Nintendo Switch, uh, they don't... Um, force anyone else to include their software on their devices because they produce the device and they produce the software. But my argument then, Graham,
0: so I see where you're going with that. Mm -hmm. They're not forcing Samsung to use Android. Samsung can use their own operating system. They absolutely are. What is that? Tizen? Tizen, yeah. Tizen, sorry. Yep. Like any of these handset manufacturers, whether it's Samsung, LG, Huawei, uh, Motorola,
1: they don't have to use Android. They can use their own operating system. Well, here's the thing though, is Android right now is the dominant operating system in this particular vertical. And so they have, by essence, a de facto monopoly in this space. And Google has a de facto monopoly on Android production. So what we have here now is somebody who's using a monopolistic position to leverage one product to increase market share on another. And the EU looks at that and says, that's illegal. That's why the fine yeah, happened. kind of see it. But at the same time, like I'm saying, Samsung could just use their own again. They could. Uh, Unfortunately, though, I mean, when it comes down to this, they are using Android and they are being forced to use other pieces of software uh, and bundle those in based on the use of Android. So the European Union has turned around and said, you know what? Here's the thing. You can't do that. You can't force one product on someone because they want to buy or use another. And uh, Google, obviously, is appealing this. But quite frankly, the EU has been very good about consumer rights. And this really is about consumer rights. If you're out there and and you use Android right now, you don't want to be rooting for Google in this space because you believe in choice and you believe in having the ability to use more apps and choose what it is that you do. So you should be looking at this and going, that's a great thing. I get more choice as an end user because that's what I believe in as an Android user. Christina doesn't care.
2: (laughs) No, I do care. I I mean, I just, uh, I see both sides of that story, obviously. Um, Mike, I see your point with you know, you don't have to use the software. Um, but I think the EU is on the right track here, making sure that uh, consumers are, are protected.
0: We've got a lot more to talk about on the app show today. When we come back from the break, we'll talk about uh, Roku, the guys behind uh, all the stream boxes, sticks and smart TVs and their new Roku channel. And of course, we'll do our Hot 5 app countdown and what's streaming on Netflix, Crave and Amazon Prime. All that and a whole lot more here on the app show. Back after this. You are back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here in studio. Well, uh, smart TVs are a big thing now, and there's a a few leaders uh, out in the marketplace. Did you know who was first? Well, it's Roku. On the line, we've uh, got Rob Holmes from Roku. Thanks for joining us, Rob. Thanks for having me. Uh, Wanted to get you on the line to talk a little bit about Roku, and uh, you guys have just launched uh, a new Roku channel on the platform. Uh, Give our listeners uh, a little bit of background of who Roku is and, and what you guys do.
3: Sure. So um, Roku is the leading TV streaming operating system. Um, we, uh, uh, we create a, a platform through which uh, folks using our, our players, our sticks, uh, and, and increasingly our, our TVs, where we're just built into the operating system of the TV, uh, to access any range of services, uh, uh, Netflix, Hulu, uh, etc., and um, one of the things that we've been starting to do is also try to make it as easy as possible for our users to find great ad-supported content on the platform. And So we've just launched the Roku channel um, in Canada, and it's uh, you know, similar to a, a strategy um, that, uh, that we brought to the market in the U.S. last fall. It's been very successful for us, where we're helping users by making it as easy as possible for them to find great ad-supported content on the platform. Uh, so we've worked with a number of partners around the platform already, as well as work with uh, sort of Hollywood studios and others to bring new content to the platform. And we just deliver it in a very easy to navigate, very easy to find um, position on the, uh, on the Roku operating system where you can just go in and, and check out and that there's no subscriptions, no fees, no logins required. They can just come in, you know, browse the service, see if there's anything they like. You know, they, they hit start, they get right into it with uh, you know, no pre-rolls we got a a great ad experience, uh, you know, sort of substantially uh, fewer ads than you find on regular TV, and uh, you know, hopefully they they love the content and uh, you know continue to use the service.
0: So, is it kind of almost like watching regular TV? Because <laughs> right now, when you look at smart TVs, uh, like you were saying, you have to go into all the specific apps to get uh, the content. You're essentially aggregating all of it.
3: Yeah, you know, I mean, our goal here is to make it uh, just easy for users to use the platform and, and find the kind of content they're looking for. And we talk to users a lot, and, and uh, finding more great ad-supported content is something they're, they're always asking for. Um, and, and there is already lots of great ad-supported content on the platform, but what we realized, you know, to your point is that with the number of channels that we have on the Roku platform now, which we have thousands of channels available, uh, you know, going into each individual one and looking for individual content, uh, there is a bit of friction there. It's a little bit harder for the users than we'd like it to be, and so we've we've just brought it all together so that they can just come to one stop and, and find it there. And, and uh, we've got a great selection of content at launch. And you know, we expect to continue to add that by add to that by working with additional partners and, and bringing in additional content as well. So hopefully, they uh, they enjoy what's there today. And uh, you know, in the same way we have in the U.S., we would hope to continue to. You know, expand the content offering over time as well.
0: And so, you say it's ad-supported. What what do those ads look like? Are they thirty-second commercials, kind of like regular TV? Or are they different? Yeah,
3: nope. 30, you know, thirty-second commercials, uh, just just like regular TV. You know, a lot of the same brands and ads that you'd see on regular TV. You know, Roku's a, a very popular place for for advertisers. Um, you know, as as you sort of recognize the trends of more and more people cutting the cord. Um, you know, we are one of the places that they go, one of the most popular places for cord cutters to go, to be able to get access to great uh, content across a range of different providers. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we do is uh, we do offer services that are ad supported and, uh, you know, we help to, to sell the ads in those services and, um, uh, you know, want to create the that great ad experience where it's, you know, high quality ads, you know, certainly a lot of the same advertisers and high quality creative they're used to from TV, but, um, you know, deliver it in a you know more targeted and and uh, and personalized fashion than, than you might find on on broadcast television.
0: Well, it's interesting you're talking about the ad supported content. I was reading that uh, that's kind of uh, the direction that Roku is going in from a business perspective. You know, you guys obviously sell the uh, the hardware, the little Roku streaming boxes and, and sticks, but. Um, you're kind of going uh, to the, uh, I guess, advertising model
3: to make money. Yeah, um, you know, certainly there, there's you know, two elements to our business. One of, one of them is the, the selling of boxes and sticks and also increasingly partnering with TV manufacturers to just make our software available through their TVs. So you just walk into the store, you get a, a great price, great performance TV. It just happens to have the entire Roku operating system built into it. So that's, that's been a big growth engine for us as well. But on what we call the platform side of the business, um, you know, we have a couple different businesses there, one of which is, you know, we work with all these different channels that uh, that want to be able to um, uh, um, uh, make themselves available to our audience, and so we work with them to do, you know, promotions and placements and other things on our service. And then the other piece is where there is uh, ad-supported uh, content, we um, uh, will typically uh, represent some of that inventory for our channels and, uh, um, and create sort of an advertising uh, approach around that that uh, takes advantage of all the smart capabilities of, of these devices to deliver what we think is, uh, you know, a better advertising experience. Uh, so
0: you've been talking about the Roku channel. Uh, for the listeners out there that have a Roku stick or a box or a smart TV, uh, do they have to have a certain model or is this backwards compatible? And, and how do they get it?
3: Yep, no, all current generation Roku devices. So it's, um, uh, you know, it's rolling out over the, the coming weeks here. But, uh, you know, if they want to see if they have it, you know, one of the easiest ways to do it is if you go to Um, The left navigation, uh, you can go down to streaming channels, and uh, it should be there as a featured or popular for sure, and then uh, if they're not finding it there, they can also search for it, Um, and it should be fully deployed to all the devices in Canada in the coming weeks here.
0: i got one last question. Uh, If you're a a content uh, creator, uh, what do you have to do to create your own channel for, for the Roku platform?
3: A difficult yeah, thing. I mean, I, you know, I think there's a, there's a couple different things you can do, right? So, you know, Roku is an open platform. We have a, you know, a series of, uh, um, you know, kind of terms of use that all our partners have to abide by. But if they wanted to create their own channel, they're certainly willing to, um, you know, have their developers or hire developers to do it. There's also a, a platform we have called uh, Roku Direct Publisher, which makes it very easy for somebody to create their own channel using some, some templates that we've created. And they can uh, check that out on our website. Um, But also increasingly, you know, I'd actually recommend the Roku channel as a great place for people who own content uh, to think about making that content available. You know, we um, do a lot of the work of maintaining the channel and ensuring that there's good traffic and and promotion and curation within the channel itself. So, you know, I think for those who have content who aren't on the Roku platform already, I would certainly encourage them to think about uh, the Roku channel as the place that they should come.
0: Talking with Rob Holmes from Roku, the, the folks that make all those uh, stream boxes, sticks, and smart TVs. Where can people find out more information, Rob?
3: I uh, can go to uh, roku.com.
0: Very cool. Thanks for joining us today. No, I appreciate it. Thank you. When we come back from the break, it's the Hot 5 app countdown. We're going to count down uh, the Hot 5 casino and gambling apps. You're listening to The App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. We're back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with Christina and Graham. Before we get to uh, our Hot 5 App Countdown, we uh, want to learn a little bit about our iOS
1: devices.
3: iPhone Tip of the Week. Unleash the power of your iOS device.
1: What do we got, Graham? So this week's iOS Tip of the Week is actually on our part of our series of the Road to iOS 12, and this is for devices that don't have 3D touch. Uh, if you've got a device that has 3D touch, you can actually move the cursor around by pressing a little bit harder on the screen, and it'll give you the ability to sort of scroll that cursor around and drop it down where you need to, select different words, that sort of thing. But uh, for devices that don't, you can actually enable trackpad mode and so uh, this is something that you can do simply by pressing down on the space bar holding for a second and then beginning to slide your finger or thumb around Uh, you can actually use this to select text to drop the cursor down and then you can copy cut, paste, share and do all that sort of good stuff so if you have a device that doesn't have 3D touch uh, or if you do want to use this uh, virtual trackpad mode you can turn that on and uh, now you've got a virtual trackpad to play with in iOS 12 thanks Graham the weekly app hot five
0: this week here we're talking about Casino and gaming apps. And uh, number five, we're going to start off uh, with uh, Christina. You've got Casino Frenzy.
2: Yes, this is actually a beautifully uh, designed app with themed games and new games featured regularly. It has a frenzy mode, which provides a fun and exciting twist for each of the different casino games. You can't win any real money here, but it's a great place to practice your skills.
0: We're talking about the Hot Five app countdown this week. This week it's Hot Five gaming and casino apps. Graham, we've got number four, My Vegas Slots.
1: My Vegas Slots. This will actually give you the authentic Vegas slots experience. Uh, this won a 2016 Best of for slots apps and was the number one free slots app in Apple's App Store. and has some pretty cool stuff. It's got uh, slot machines that you find in the Blagio, the Aria, Circus Circus, MGM Grand, and so on. Uh, and you'll actually get free chips every day that you can you can play. This does have microtransactions, so if you do want to play more often if you get the gambling bug, you can use uh, in-app purchases to play more often. Uh, you know, our choice though, know your limit, play within it.
0: <laughs> Number 3 on the top 5 app countdown this week, casino apps and gaming apps, Big Fish Casino. They uh have done really well with this uh, particular one. It's got a bunch of different uh casino games including some of my favorites, Texas Hold'em, Blackjack and Roulette so you can actually practice your skills uh right on your uh your tablet uh, or your uh phone. And uh, they're actually very beautifully rendered. It's a freemium model, so the game is free to download and play. But if you want to get some extra tokens, uh, you can do in app purchases uh, for that. Number two on the Hot Five app countdown this week, we're talking about gaming and casino apps Lucky Numbers uh, Casino. So if you're uh, a big Kino player, it's kind of cool. It's again called Lucky Numbers Kino, it's an easy and simple Kino game, it boasts an authentic Las Vegas style video Kino experience. There are five themes to choose from, autoplay options, daily bonuses, and a lot more. There's even online multiplayer, so you can challenge friends and strangers on the internet. The bet sizes range from a penny to a million dollars, so you can control how fast your money comes and goes. Again, Lucky Numbers Casino. Number one on the Hot 5
1: app countdown this week, Graham, World Series of Poker. World Series of Poker. So this is one of the big names in poker apps online. It is, they say, the world's number one poker app and uh, it's a ton of fun. So this gives you access to a ton of different ways to play. If you like your Texas Hold'em tournaments, you can play there. Uh, you can play against friends. There are missions that you can uh, go on to see if you can accomplish different things in different games. You can even play anonymously if you want to. So if you want to hit the tables without people knowing who you are, uh, it's, a, it's a pretty cool way to do it. So you do get free chips every few hours and again, you can use in-app purchases to, uh, to play more often. Uh, and it's a it's a ton of fun. It's got some great ratings. So if you do want to play some great poker online, it seems like this one might be your best bet. Time to switch gears here and get a, uh, a tip. Graham, what's the Facebook tip of the week? Oh, well, the Facebook tip of the week. This is something that we kind of all have to face at some point. Uh, choosing a legacy contact for your Facebook account after you pass away. So uh, to do <laughs> this, this is uplifting. it's real. Uh, it's, you know, bright and sunny. What can I say? It, it's something that does have to be done, though, and like having a will. You should, uh, you should take care of this, you know, sooner rather than later. So uh, go to settings, go to general, manage account, and edit. And you'll actually see something there that says legacy contacts. You can actually choose your legacy contact from your Facebook friends, uh, fill out a form to let Facebook know a little bit about the people who you are nominating to do this, and that will uh, make sure that they have a little bit of control to memorialize your account in the event that something does happen.
0: Well, we come back from the break. It's streaming time. We'll give you the lowdown on the hot... Streaming shows and movies on Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Crave TV. You're listening to App Show here on the Course Radio Network, back after this. Well, let's find out now what's happening on the streaming services. Streaming this week. We'll start off with our, our good friends over at Netflix. They've got a bunch of shows coming out uh, this week. I think one of the most anticipated ones uh, would be Better Call Saul, Season 3. You
3: know, guys like you, you think you're so damn smart. You think you don't have to play straight with anybody. The wheel is going to turn. It always does. Chuck bamboozled me again.
1: It's your word against mine. Don't think I'll ever forget what happened here today. You will pay.
0: This is the uh, prequel to the uh, award-winning and uh, very addictive Breaking Bad. This follows uh, Saul, the lawyer from uh, Breaking Bad, and his descent into... uh, a life of crime. Also on Netflix this week, we've got Sausage Party uh, written and brought to you uh, by our good friend uh, Seth Rogen, who's a local Vancouver writer.
1: We've been chosen together. <laughs> hey, Brenda, you and me.
2: I'm so happy that God's put our packages together.
1: It's because we belong together.
2: It's like we were
3: made for each other. Get ready, boys! Oh, feels amazing. Oh, yes. I'm the first to enter eternity.
0: This is a fun animated movie for adults. Uh, Don't let the kids watch uh, this one, but uh, it's all about food in a supermarket. And their dream is to go home with us. But they don't know what happens when they get home. Also on Netflix this week, this is a a great uh, little comedy special. It's Liza, elder millennial stand-up special.
2: The landline. (laughs) Women secretly are filthy.
0: No guy wants to imagine, like, no way my girlfriend's so hot. Check the center console of her car. (laughs) Uh, This is actually a funny comedy special. I've uh, had a chance to uh, watch uh, a bit of it, and uh, there's a a lot of laughs, not only for millennials, uh, but uh, those who love millennials as, as well. Netflix also this week, The Bleeding Edge
1: medical devices are everywhere it's pretty amazing tongue
0: depressors prosthetic limbs implants pacemakers because it's everywhere we have
3: to be careful there's this hunger to have the newest technology new equates to unproven i thought it
0: was simple and it all made sense
1: Cost costs $25 to bring to market, and they sell for $2,000 on a pop.
0: This is a documentary, again, on Netflix uh, coming this week. Uh, what You Don't Know Can Hurt You. From the Academy Award-nominated filmmakers Kirby Dick and Amy Ziering, uh, they made The Invisible War and The Hunting Ground. It's a, a groundbreaking investigation into the crimes of big medical. Fascinating. You don't want to miss that. Something a little lighter here, if uh, you like Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. This is uh, Daddy's Home 2. My dad is going to scoff at everything we do. Your father hasn't met the
3: new of all, Dusty. I mean, who wouldn't be impressed with you? Yeah. Oh, dear God. This is going to come off weird, Dusty, but he's beautiful. Why
0: don't you bring the car around? I'm not the driver. I'm Brad. Stepdad, my dad's
1: coming too. Red sweater. He wears a red sweater, so I can see him in a crowd. There's <laughs> my big man. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> <please>. <laughs> <laughs> this was actually a fun, uh, fun movie. Uh, again, stars Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg, and also introduces their dads, Mel Gibson and John Lithgow. Great uh, movie for the uh, for the family. Something a little more serious and science fictiony: Extinction. Or, or, Sleeping okay? okay
1: don't understand why you won't get some help. Because they're going
3: to say it's in my head.
1: It is just in your head.
3: Please, wake up. I think these dreams are the future.
1: of something bad.
0: It's coming. A father has a recurring dream of losing his family. His nightmare turns into reality when the planet is invaded by a force bent on destruction. This is a Netflix original movie coming out this week. And Orange is the New Black, season six.
1: Good morning, Litchfield Max, and greetings to our new cookies.
0: This isn't home.
3: This is not home.
2: It is now.
0: (laughs) If you uh, like the uh, the women's prison tale, Orange is the New Black, Season 6 is coming out this week, so you'll want to tune in. Let's uh, switch over to uh, our friends over at uh, Crave TV. And uh, this uh, is a, a good one. If you are into uh, the group ELO, this is uh, a dream come true for you. It uh, follows uh, a reunion uh, tour that uh, they're doing starting at Wembley. As the
2: time went by, I never lost touch with those songs, ever. They always feel part of me.
3: To stand on stage and play those songs, it's incredible.
2: It's beyond anything I could have imagined.
0: Again, Jeff Lynn's ELO, Wembley or Bust. This is a great concert video. If you loved the Electric Light Orchestra or still do, definitely one to uh, check out. And uh, also coming streaming on Crave TV this week, a bit of a thriller and uh, drama. It's called Picnic at Hanging Rock. They
1: stopped searching.
3: Shocking. It's been a week.
1: Where are they? The girls are gone. Missing. Presumed dead.
0: This is uh, an Amazon Prime original. It's a uh, bit of a thriller. It's a period piece. You want to check that one out. And uh, finally, on uh, Amazon, we've uh, got Eat, Race, Win. This is uh, going behind the scenes. For an on and off bike adventure into the biggest annual sporting event on the planet, the Tour de France. Chef Hannah Grant, the queen of performance cooking, takes you on her race with the race sourcing fuel-packed food for the riders. It's a form of dedication that you only see in very few people.
1: Performance food is this super-packed little battery. You are what you eat. we have a crash come on boys come on boys all the way all the way to the line the finish line
0: awaits this was actually an interesting series Uh, if uh, you're into uh, cycling and or eating uh, definitely one you'll uh, want to check out it was actually uh, very very fun uh, to watch that's what we have uh, for streaming this week Time to find out what our creative app of the week is. Creative app is brought to you by our friends over at the Vancouver Film School. What do we have, Graham? So
1: uh, the app this week is for iOS, and it's called Focus, but it's spelled F-O-C-O-S. And this is actually for uh, phones that have either a dual lens uh, feature, so iPhone 7, iPhone 8, and iPhone 10, or the iPhone 10 with uh, the front-facing camera. And uh, Focus actually lets you manually take control of the portrait mode. So in the past, if you tried to take a picture with that portrait mode, it hasn't been able to lock on to what it is that you were trying to do. Um, It will actually let you take control and specify an area and a depth of field, uh, giving you quite a bit more control over this so you can take some really fun, really interesting pictures. Uh, This actually uses the 3D sensor so you can do this uh, in real time or you can do this after the fact as well. So it's a very powerful little app. Uh, It is free. There are in-app purchases so that you can unlock some additional features inside there, uh, giving you... More uh, levels of depth of field and more features of editing the images as you go. So that is this week's uh, Creative App of the Week, Focus.
2: And how did you spell that?
1: F-O-C-O-S.
2: Oh, okay. Gotcha. (laughs) For a second there, I thought you spelled it right the first time and I was like, I'm so confused.
1: (laughs) Maybe I did. Anyone actually listening to this, go back and check. Help me out here. When we come back from the break,
0: it's our fitness and travel apps of the week. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network back after this. We're back with The App Show. Mike, Graham, and Christina here in studio. Before we get to our travel app of the week, Graham, Mr. Fitness, what's our fitness app of the week?
1: Well, this one actually goes hand-in-hand hand with our top five. This is an app called DietBet. and uh, Sorry, what? DietBet. Okay. And so the idea here is, you know, losing weight can be an accomplishment, but getting paid to do that is uh, something that's even better. So 300,000 people have used DietBet, and uh, they've been uh, given out $16 million so the idea here is that you select a challenge based on how long you want it to last and how much money you want to bet. If you lose 4% of your body weight, you can win back the money that you bet on yourself. So you put some money on the line. Uh, but if you do do that, you'll be able to get that money back plus a little bit more. Kind of a cool concept. The real money? Real money. And where's the extra money come from? Yeah, Well, the extra money it comes from other people who have put into the system who don't make their, uh, their, their cut.
2: <laughs> Which means there are a lot of them.
1: But who's policing this? Because... I, I could say that I lost 100 pounds. Uh, so this is actually using uh, monitoring systems to to check in on your uh, on your weight loss. How? Uh, through smart scales and fitness monitors. You could still totally game the system. You could game the system. I but could get you to stand on the scale. So after. They, they also have, they verify with photos, algorithmic auditing, there's a team of amazing referees uh, okay. that will individually review each weigh-in. So you could game the system, but it's going to be hard. I like this.
0: Yeah. Okay, uh, Christina, you got to top that one. You've got our travel app of the week.
2: Well, this app makes me happy, so hopefully someone out there uh, shares my interest in this. The travel app this week is called Bean Hunter. (laughs) Graham knows where I'm going with this. I definitely do, yes. (laughs) This is an app to help you find the best coffee wherever you travel.
0: Oh, okay, not like beans.
2: (laughs) The only kind of beans I like, Mike.
0: (laughs) Okay. So coffee beans, Bean Hunter.
2: (laughs) That's right. It helps you uh, find coffee shops and follow the latest coffee trends all over the world in over 180 cities. You can search by location or if you know the name of a coffee shop that you want to visit, you can punch that in as well. There's photos, user reviews, menus, and all of that other good stuff that you want in your coffee shop.
0: Bean Hunter.
2: Bean Hunter. You know what? This is a real problem. Whenever I travel to new places, I have a really hard time finding the best places. And I often default to Starbucks, which is fine. But I kind of want to try out the the amazing local coffee places. You are
0: an incredible coffee snob.
1: I feel like we need a TV series about this. <laughs> of like going to various cities and finding the very best coffee. Okay, that's one episode. <laughs> I I
2: disagree. I think I would really enjoy that. Has anyone here watched uh, Comedians in Cars getting coffee? Yes. Oh, my God. The the shots of coffee pulls on that show. They're amazing. Oh, look, we're out of time.
0: (laughs) That's all the time we have left today here on the App Show. I want to thank uh, Christina and Graham most of the time uh, for helping put this uh, show together. If you uh, want to hear more tech, listen to our sister show, Get Connected, every week, Saturdays from 10 to 11 Pacific Time on the Chorus Radio Network, broadcast from CKNW 980 out of Vancouver. This is Mike, Christina, Graham, logging off. We'll see you again next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at com. the Radio Player Canada app.